0: Hey friends, it's me, Katie Ann, and your host to the Full Confidence Ahead podcast, where we go on a journey together tackling the fears of life from family relationships to finance, from careers to community. And today I have an exciting announcement for Women's History Month, because here at the Full Confidence Ahead podcast, we not only want to recognize the incredible women in history who have gone before us, but also pave the way for women to excel after us. So my friends, drumroll, <laughs> I started a fundraiser for the largest provider of women's scholarships in the nation, which is the Miss America organization. So head on over to my Instagram, which is at Ann underscore powell, and go to the link in my bio, and you'll see there, there's a link that says Harp Ringtone Fundraiser. So you see that for every $5 you donate, I've recorded... me playing on my harp a little ringtone so you get a unique little gift and if you don't know already if you're new to the full confidence ahead podcast i do play the harp so a little fun little thing (laughs) and 100 of these donations will go directly to the girls to fund scholarships the donations are tax deductible no donation is too small and every dollar counts so head on over to my instagram and click that link in my bio and speaking of Women's History Month, I am so excited to introduce you guys Amanda Provost. Amanda is a Disney Parks YouTuber, and she believes in the power of laughter by bringing magical education and entertainment to you about the happiest place on Earth. You guys, this is crazy. It's just amazing. So Amanda and her husband Chris started this YouTube Disney Channel thing just as a passion project. Um... It has gone from passion project to full-on professional scale. This has taken full time for them. This is what they do. It's crazy. It's turned into a Disney channel, a merch store, and much, much more. So it's called Provo's Park Pass you guys, we are so excited to have Amanda on here. You are going to feel the magic today through her interview. And we want to make sure that we're giving Amanda and our other guests on the show the recognition that they deserve. So go up and leave a rating and comment about the podcast and leave our guests a little note of something you liked about their episode. They love hearing it. So you guys, without further ado, here is Amanda. Okay, I have to know, if your life was a theme song, like if you had one theme song for your life, what song would you choose? Oh
1: man, okay, my favorite all-time Disney movie, Is a goofy okay. movie. I always have oh. to bring it back to Disney, and there's a <laughs> song in there called "Stand Out," and it's "Stand Out." About I was listening it to today. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh yeah.
0: Even if I got a shout out loud.
1: <laughs> that's it. That's it. Oh, and yeah. so I would say that's my that's my theme song.
0: I love podcast listeners we are thrilled to have amanda provost on here she is from provost park pass and just has this wealth of knowledge bubbly personality and we're just thrilled to hear from her today so amanda when was your last disney trip oh i just got home a couple of days ago <laughs> so fun and exciting so can you tell us a little bit about provost park past
1: Yes. So this started as a passion project that my husband and I started about four years ago. And we had a friend who is a director and he lives in LA and he approached us and said, Hey, you guys need to start a YouTube channel and you need to do it based on what you love, what you're passionate about. And we are really passionate about traveling, vacation, theme parks, and especially Disneyland. And so we thought, okay, maybe we could start a YouTube channel about Disneyland where people can come to the channel, they can learn about secrets of the park, you know, travel tips, vacation planning. And we started this channel and it grew and grew and it's kind of become our little career.
0: I don't know if it's little, but it's how about we (laughs) say very robust, very cool, incredible career. Um, I kind of want to dig into this moment, just start off our podcast. So how did you go from idea stage to this actually happened because you're saying you, you were having this idea of starting a YouTube channel and, and you know, you, when we start it's small starts and whatnot, but how did you kind of get the courage to jump into it? Absolutely. So
1: this is something that came very naturally to my husband, Chris. He has been in movies before. He's been in TV shows and commercials. Mm -hmm. And so for him, it was a really easy transition. And he also just has a wealth of knowledge about Disneyland. And so he was able to jump right into it. uh, No problems whatsoever. But for me, this was a huge jump. I had zero experience in front of a camera. I had never been in TV shows or movies like he had. Mm -hmm. And I actually found that I was starting to get nervous. This was this was a big deal to me. And I had a little bit of experience working in a theme park. I did used to work in a theme park and I would do presentations for people. I didn't know this. Yes, I worked at SeaWorld. World, oh, San Diego. My, oh, you know what? I did know that. That's so,
0: I love that.
1: Yeah, it was great. It was fantastic. And I did presentations for hundreds or even thousands of people, and I never got mm-hmm. nervous. And so I was surprised and I was shocked to find that I started to get nervous filming for mm-hmm. our YouTube channel. When they brought out the camera, this was a whole different ballgame. And I got mm-hmm you know, so nervous that I thought, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I can't do this. Maybe my husband should just do this channel and I should just Mm -hmm. give it up. Maybe it's not for me. And not a lot of people know this. So if you're listening to this, you're really peeking behind the curtain, but (laughs) I even went to therapy and I talked to my therapist and said, Hey, I'm getting so nervous to be on camera that I feel like I can't even do this. And what's, what's happening to me? And he said three things that completely changed my life. And if it wasn't for these three things, I wouldn't be doing the channel. My husband would just be doing it because I was too nervous. I was too nervous to be filmed. And he said, the first thing is it's normal. It's normal Mm -hmm. to be afraid. It's normal to be fearful of something. That feeling of fear has been part of humans forever. Everyone has been afraid of something for some time. And it's not a negative emotion that you necessarily need to get rid of. You don't have to label it as bad. You just have to accept it that it is that you are able to feel this emotion. And I thought that was huge because I had noticed
0: huge. Yeah, yeah, I had noticed
1: that I was labeling it as, oh, maybe I can't do this, or maybe I'm weak, or right. I'm too inexperienced. Um, this is bad. And why, you know, why am I so nervous? It's just a camera. I was labeling it as something negative instead right. of just accepting it as a normal human response and emotion. Whoa. And then this, so
0: just like embracing this idea of fear.
1: Embracing this idea of fear, just letting it okay. Be and just saying, Hey, this is a normal emotion, and this is actually fantastic okay. that I'm able to feel this and that I'm able to experience this, just like so wow. many people around the world experience it for so many different things. Wow,
0: okay, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, and then the second thing he said is once you recognize that emotion, you can even say it out loud like, I'm feeling fear right now, I'm feeling anxiety about this right now. The second thing he said to do is then use it you then mm-hmm. can use that powerful emotion because fear is so powerful it has so much energy attached to it and that energy can either you know freeze you up Or Mm -hmm. you can use that energy for your advantage. And he said, use that adrenaline rush. You know, when you start to feel that anxiety pulsing through your body, say, oh, yeah, I'm feeling this. And I'm going to use this energy to perform and to do what I have to do and to do the work that I need to do. Use it for your advantage. And then the third thing he said is repeat it practice it. You know, once you recognize those feelings, and you use it to your advantage, just keep doing it over and over and over until Mm -hmm. you don't even have it as you know, part of you anymore.
0: Wow. Okay, that's so interesting. And and when you're saying use fear, I never really put it into that box. But I I grew up dancing, and my sister always said to me, and we had a coach say this because you know you get those nervous butterflies before. Yeah. We'd all call butterflies, but our coach and my sister would always say, "Let your butterflies fly." Information, and I yes. think that I, the whole idea is maybe what. Um, they were saying of utilize that fear, like it's not negative. Yes. I love the idea that fear doesn't need to be like, we don't need to say this is bad, right?
1: Yes, exactly. Yes, you don't have to label it as bad. You can turn it to your advantage, which is fantastic.
0: I'm so grateful because I'm like, definitely feel fear like quite a bit. So glad that that doesn't have to be a negative part of my life. And I think that's so beautiful because I don't think a lot of your listeners or are, are, uh subscribers on YouTube probably know that you've been nervous behind the camera. And, and also knowing that you come from this theme park background, like you're able to present in front of hundreds of people daily, but the camera was difficult. So tackling that, um, it, that's totally normal. I just loved how they also said like, this is normal. Yes, you know?
1: yes, exactly. It's normal. Everyone gets afraid of something. And I also love that he brought it back to this has just been hardwired This emotion has been hardwired in our brain forever. And tying it back to the theme parks, at Walt (laughs) Disney World, there is a ride, and it's called Spaceship Earth. It's the big ball. So when you think of Disney World, when you think of the... Is
0: that the one in, like, Epcot? Yes. The big, like...
1: The golf ball then? Yes, the golf ball at Epcot. You're exactly <laughs> yes, right. Yes, So in that ride, it begins with a scene of hunters facing a woolly mammoth. And that okay. whole ride is just basically like going through time with humans. And uh-huh. that's the very first scene. And it's this huge, larger-than-life scene. And it is fantastic. It's my favorite part of the whole ride. And these hunters are facing down this huge woolly mammoth. And I think mm-hmm. of them, and I think, okay, they were probably afraid. They probably felt fear at that moment as they are facing their woolly mammoth. I wouldn't tell them, oh, you guys are weak for feeling afraid. I wouldn't tell them like, oh, you can't do this or you shouldn't do this. No, I would say, hey, you guys are awesome. You are facing this huge larger than life creature with these huge tusks. And that has been part of human existence. And now in our day, we all face our own woolly mammoths. And Mm -hmm. just like I was kind of telling myself, I was talking down to myself, why are you afraid of talking to a camera like it's just a camera and a cameraman? You know, I wouldn't say that to those hunters facing the woolly mammoth. I shouldn't be saying it to Mm -hmm. myself. I just should be accepting it for what it is because everyone feels fear at some point, no matter what it is.
0: I love that. And this idea that we all have our different woolly mammoths, mm-hmm. especially after you just had like this park experience where you were in front of hundreds of people, like it might be surprising that yes. that a camera is more scary, but I don't think we should ever judge that we're all going to have these different woolly mammoths in our life and we can't right. judge each other and saying like okay, well, well, you just did this in front of hundreds of people. Why can't you do it in front of a camera? But that's just a. every person is going to have a different thing. And I also love how you're bringing out that internal self-talk of in the ride, like you're cheering them on. Yes. Um, You know, I wonder if I watched like my life as a ride, if I would be way more positive about it, you know?
1: Absolutely. Yes, you would want to be enjoying it and cheering it on mm-hmm. and, and embracing the entire experience instead of just retreating. And that's another thing too, with, with the ride of life that we're going through yeah. these rides of life, a lot of times yeah. it feels a little bit more comfortable to just say, Oh, I'm not going to do that. Like that seems too scary, right? You just want right. to stay in your little safe bubble. But where is the excitement in that? You know, where's where's the potential for success, or even even right. if it's failure, you, failure, you still have something to experience during that ride. You don't want to just close your eyes and sit back and not experience it.
0: You know, that's interesting because, like, pulling out every single one of my favorite Disney rides, and I, I've only been to Disney World once, so I I remember the the golf ball, but yeah, that was that ride was so long ago, so I'm to relate it back <laughs> to like it a Disney ride in Disneyland. Cause that's where I've been more often, but, um, I love Fantasyland, land, which isn't kind of your typical adult area per se. Yeah. A lot of people love the, the roller coasters, but every single one of those, they go through kind of a journey, you know, that, yes. that ride journey. It, it starts off all awesome and wonderful. And then there's a challenge, like there yes. is a challenge in every single ride. Um, and then it resolves. Right. And so, what we love in the ride is the challenge, right? Right. But in our lives, sometimes we're like, wait, the challenge is the things that we don't love but isn't that so opposite right right Right.
1: absolutely yes i love that i love that you said that and my favorite right is indiana jones and so i love (laughs) that one too (laughs) so just talking about the challenges and the you know transitions that we go through and the things that we have to face that's what helps us grow that's what makes it exciting Uh you know in indiana Uh jones there are so many scary things that you face but when you're done and you hear that triumphant music playing you're like
0: yeah i did that that was awesome oh, yeah. <laughs> you know you turn that corner with the snake and every single time i just hope I'm not on the side of the car that's closest yeah. to the snake that's yes. like my biggest fear I'm like please no no don't sit on the right <laughs> side yeah. yeah okay I want to know what are the hidden secrets in Indiana Jones oh, now there we know are... your favorite ride
1: Oh, there are so many to Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is just fantastic. One of my favorite Uh secrets is before you walk into the temple, there's a jeep Mm -hmm. outside. And that jeep was actually used in the movies. So... Harrison Ford has been in that Jeep. (laughs) Yes. It was the stunt Jeep used in the movies and it's on loan. Yeah. It's on loan to Disneyland from uh, George Lucas. Mm -hmm. And when you see, there's like a little, um, when you watch the movie, there's a little like golf ball or little ball Uh on the side. That's not natural Uh to the Jeep. That was used to kind of help the stunt driver determine like where he was and where he should be. Yeah. Really? Really awesome stuff. That ride is just full of really cool facts.
0: That is so cool. I had no idea with Indiana Jones and I'm kind of going back to this idea of like life as a ride because I'm one of the best moments I think that's so fun for me is at the end of Indiana Jones, there's a boulder and it's about to hit you, but then you dive under and you don't hit it. But you're almost at the thing that makes it so exciting is almost having a point of collision. Like you're almost, you're, you're stretched to the very end and then you're saved. Right. Right. Absolutely. like embracing those moments in our lives too. Like, okay, when I am really scared to do this, but I did it anyways, you know? Right. Exactly.
1: Right. Having, just having that little, um, triumphant, like I, I did this, even though I was afraid, I just felt that whole experience. It didn't have to stop me. I could do it anyway. And that's just is what it is.
0: This is actually a great time to pause and have a moment for our sponsors because they have given me so much confidence in the financial world. I actually started this podcast because I was afraid of finances for a really long time until I took a class on how to budget and my fear changed to confidence. Utah Money Moms has continued to help my confidence grow. They provide free webinars and downloadable resources to help you understand your money personality and hone it in to make a good financial future. One of my favorite resources is their free downloadable calendars. I love the 2021 calendar because it gave me small, doable financial goals each month. So head on over to utahmoneymoms.com or utahmoneymoms on Instagram to download their 2022 finance calendar and start your journey of finances with confidence. Again, that's utahmoneymoms.com or utahmoneymoms on Instagram. I love that so how did you where what's your triumph journey so you had this Mona being fearful with the camera and then and then now now look at you four years later like it has flown up how has that journey happened for you I think it's been really interesting to um, kind of watch it come all together uh-huh.
1: and something that yeah. I use in my life with everything is to just to look at the 20 year perspective what that Mm -hmm. does for me is really just ground me and it puts me right into the present moment so i if i ever get discouraged with our you know our channel or if i ever get overwhelmed i think okay 20 years ago when i was little amanda 20 years ago if i would Mm -hmm. have said hey you get to go to Disneyland for your job or you get to go to different theme parks for your job and you're going to be paid to do that. You know, a little me would have been like, oh my gosh, that's so awesome. That's, you know, that's so cool. And that helps bring perspective when I start to get discouraged or down or, you know, afraid, or maybe I don't want to do this to think, hey, no, this is the little inner child in me can kind of grasp onto that. Or if I think 20 years into the future, um, that helps me be present of what really matters right now. What should I be doing right now with creating this content or or the channel of... Um, yeah, what I want to be doing and what really matters right now and not to be tied up in sometimes we get tied up with numbers of things like subscriber counts or how many followers we have and we tie our worth to that and instead we can think okay what really matters in the future what matters in the future is going to be the experiences that I have right now that's happening right now the things that I'm learning with doing this uh, business right now the memories that I'm making right now how we're making people feel with our content right now so those are things that I try to kind of pull together and just look at the big perspective of kind of where we started, where we are now, and then what's for the
0: future. This is such a big idea to me, just because I do feel this push towards numbers. And yes. also now that everyone can have a social media, it it honestly, it can get hard where you're like, Wait. My post got X amount of engagements or whatnot. Right. And everyone, everyone's able to get these metrics now. So right. how do you kind of separate that worth from your from your metrics? It's so hard. It's one of the hardest things
1: that we have to face in our day and age. And especially mm-hmm. with our business, it's it's all social media. That's right. That's all it right. is. Like but even literally
0: your job. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: But even mm-hmm. if it's not your job or your business, so many of us have social media and we tie our worth to those numbers. And It is so hard Mm -hmm. to detach from that. Mm -hmm. And that's where I really just pull into the perspective of, you know, how would I feel as a little kid just Mm -hmm. experiencing this right now if I took the numbers away and I had no idea what subscribers were and I had no idea what likes were, just if I was creating, (laughs) you know, content that is valuable and educational and fun and people can use Mm -hmm. or again, going back to the future. The numbers aren't going to matter in the future. In 20 Mm -hmm. years from now, I'm not going to know how many followers or subscribers we have right now on this day, but the experiences that I had, the memories I made, the lessons I learned, the content I created, how I made people feel, again, all of those things will matter in the future. So just keeping perspective on everything really makes a huge difference to separate from the numbers
0: you know that's huge because like literally your job is like it is youtube right it's a social media it is and to get tied down into those numbers is so easy because that's that's your job like right it's boosting content and whatnot right but this idea of a bigger perspective of finding I, I loved the the things that you pulled out there saying okay what is the things that matter and it's did I grow did what was our content like did I make a difference for someone um And also having a perspective and for podcast listeners who haven't gone and watched their things, you really should because I I, one thing I appreciate about you guys is you're always pulling out positive in the way you interact with people. Like you're your focus is always positive because it's so easy to complain in this world. But yes. I feel like you've chosen this space and that you, so what you're preaching is very true because your content <laughs> is what you're
1: preaching. <laughs> well, thank you. We really did want to focus on that. The world mm-hmm. is so hard and life is so hard. When you talk about the mm-hmm. the ride of life, it really is so hard. And so we really have done, um, we've really focused on creating really good, wholesome, positive content that people can enjoy, mm-hmm. that they can feel good while, while they're watching it, especially with the pandemic. A lot of people haven't been able to travel these past couple of years. So we've yeah. focused really heavily on bringing just kind of magic straight to people's homes that they can enjoy.
0: <laughs> I want to talk about bringing magic to the home because pandemic, a huge curveball, and yes. especially when your job is like the whole idea is you go into you go and you're in the theme parks, right? Yes. And then suddenly the pandemic happened. And I remember an episode, probably one of my favorite, is you recreated the rides in your home. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, that was crazy. So it was
1: uh-huh. right during the pandemic when everyone was locked down. And exactly mm-hmm. like you said, our content was going into the theme parks, but all right. of the theme parks were closed. And so we had to mm-hmm. get creative. And that, again, you know, talking about fear, that was a scary time in our life because we had something new that we had to face and we had challenges Mm -hmm. that we had to tackle Mm -hmm. straight on there was no other way around it we could not get into the theme parks so what were we going to do we had to be creative we had to kind of stretch ourselves and go outside of the box and so we decided well why don't we bring the theme parks to our home and so we created disneyland in our basement we had like the tiki room we had the haunted mansion and then the worst or the best depending on How you look at it
0: is I think sp- I know what you're saying and I'm gonna say it's the best
1: <laughs> it's the splash mountain so my husband Chris put me on a sled or I think it was a boogie board and sent me down the stairs and then at the bottom of the stairs he had a bucket of water he splashed on my face for splash mountain
0: so funny! Uh, this idea that um, instead of turning to um, kind of panic mode when you hit crisis, yeah, you turn to creativity, which right. I think is something we can all apply in our lives. As you said, okay, so I literally am shut out of what my job's supposed to be, and instead of just panicking, you said, okay now what? And you came up with something so memorable. I still am creating parties where I'm doing like theme parks in my house for college <laughs> students. Like um, And that just became something so beautiful and magical. And I think you just brought humanity into the homes of, okay, you like this shut down but here's some magic and it also made it so people could experience the parks in their home too yes yes it really was so interesting
1: and and just taking it back to uh the beginning where i talked about you know feeling the fear and then using it Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. we felt really afraid during that time we couldn't believe that the theme parks were closed but we had all of that energy you know all of and and Two, we were afraid of the pandemic. I mean, there's so much going on. Everyone felt that fear during that, for sure. Um, It just wasn't based on the theme parks. But we were able to use that fear, that energy, to create things that we never would have done. We never would have created a lot of those videos that we did. And some Mm -hmm. of those videos um, that we did at home actually put us on the map with viewers in Europe. We had news agencies oh and yeah we had a lot of really awesome opportunities that they reached out to us and they wanted to highlight our videos that we had done uh-huh. and that that happened in Europe and I think it also happened in South Korea too so those experiences oh that we used that energy to create something new and out of the box mm-hmm. and we stretched ourselves actually turned out really well for us and we wouldn't have had that opportunity if we would have just let fear overcome us and if we wouldn't have done anything at all.
0: You know, that's so interesting that actually the moment that could have been like the, the failing factor yes. was actually what made you succeed. And it, it kind yes. of goes back to this whole idea of the rides we were talking about earlier. It's that moment, that that conflict that we love in the ride, right? Yes. Um, and I think that is true for your your whole channel too, is that moment of fear is you made a beautiful ride out of it, right? Yeah. You said, okay, like we're here in the ride. Uh, we're safe. Like we're seatbelts. It is like, okay, what's the next turn. Let's be creative about this. And that's going to make our story beautiful. Yes. Yes. I love the way you said it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, I want to know though, if you had one day, okay, first off, which Disney park is your favorite Oh, that is such a
1: tough question. I think my favorite is Disneyland Paris. Really? Yes. And- okay before we went to Disneyland Paris, I, I might feel this way towards it because before Uh we went there, everyone told me that they did not like Disneyland Paris. So when people found out that we were going to Disneyland Paris, they, they would go, Oh, you're not going to like it. I did not like my experience there. And they just had negative things to say. And so when I went, I, I, all I had were those negative, negative thoughts in my mind and so I I went and thought okay I'm just going to experience this and see what it's all about Mm -hmm. and I completely fell in love with it I love the cast members the park I thought was so incredible they have really larger than life roller coasters and Mm -hmm. uh, it just we I really completely fell in love with it
0: Wow. That is, I had no idea. Cause you know, yeah, you hear things. I love that you didn't let someone else's negative self, like their negative talk define your experience. I think that's a whole lesson in and of itself, but I want to know what is your perfect day in Disneyland? Like, what does that look like? A perfect day at Disneyland is
1: to be there oh. at Rope Drop and Rope <laughs> Drop means that you are there before it opens, you are there lined uh-huh. up, ready to go. The second they drop the rope, or like they used to, drop the rope to let you just mm-hmm. burst into the park and ride to the ride. So, first thing in the morning, rope drop, um, head to some of the most popular attractions at Disneyland. I would love to head Unless to Indiana, Jones. Yeah. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is first, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's first, and hit Indiana Jones, hit a bunch of the rides before the crowds roll in. Um, uh-huh. I would have a nice lunch a quick little nap and then close out the park
0: i love that so indiana jones is your go to favorite ride go to and that's it i love that that's (laughs) the one as we're kind of wrapping up our conversation i want to ask you what we always ask um, all of our interviewees here and that is what is one piece of advice you'd give your younger self to boost your confidence
1: oh i think the one thing that i would tell myself is that fear is normal It's normal. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be labeled as bad. I think if I had that kind of understanding as a little kid, if I could go back in time that, Hey, it's okay to feel this way. Everyone feels this way. It's fine. Mm -hmm. I think that would really boost my confidence. And I think I wouldn't have let things stand in my way because I would have just accepted it as a human experience, just part of our existence. And, Mm -hmm. you know, looking back of when I started the channel, I'm glad that I was able to learn that fear is normal because I would not be here doing this channel if I wasn't able to accept fear as just part of part of life, part of our ride through life.
0: I am so grateful you've come on and just shared with me. Now, now I'm more confident to go for it and say, "Okay, my life is a ride, and I'm I'm in for the ride. I'm ready to be created through the turns and and embracing fear for what it is and not labeling it as negative and recognizing, just like a Disneyland ride, it is those it's those crucial moments or or tense moments that actually make it beautiful, right? Absolutely, that's perfect. You just buckle yeah. up and and go for it. Go for it. Thank you, Amanda, for being on here. We are so grateful you're on, but we want to ask too. So for our listeners, how do they find your channel? Yeah, so it's Provost Park Pass, and our main platform is
1: on YouTube. So if you just search Provost Park Pass, it will pop up. We're also on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook.
0: Perfect. We'll all be looking and everyone go back and watch that. The one where they're in their home doing, doing <laughs> yes. and their new ones, but that one's my favorite. So you can see what we were referencing here. Absolutely. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you so much. I think a lot of times the feeling of fear comes from a lack of control in our lives. And our sponsor, PowerPay, is offering a money master course that's normally $40 for free to all full confidence ahead podcast listeners, so you can take control of your finances this year. The course is video-based and gives you real life money smarts. So to claim your course, go to extensioncourses.usu.edu slash KDN PAL, which is K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N-P-O-W-E-L-L, and it'll automatically add the Money Master course to your cart and you just click checkout and you'll get it for free you can also access your course by going to extensioncourses.usu.edu and finding the money master course under the finance category then using the code Ann k-a-t-i-e-a-n-n with no spaces to claim your $40 discount and free course at checkout so let's master our money together